Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Welcome to the Quilt Connection with episode number 78. I'm Alex Anderson. This has really been an extraordinary year, and I have found myself learning and twisting and doing things that um, I didn't know I was even able to do. It seems that most of the quilts that I make are for books, and so they are made within a certain platform. But throughout this past year and a half, I've set time aside where I've sort of speak, have done my own thing. And it's been real interesting to do this, to make quilts with no, you know, working purpose in the end. I do have to say I have a wedding quilt that I need to make, and though that one will be totally creative and free and fun, it still is a working quilt because somebody's in mind that I'm making this for. Um, I think you know who, my son and darling Shelly. I'm still, you know, it's not totally free form. So how did I get myself in the position where I stepped away from the traditional drawer and went into the improvisational piecework drawer? I think it's because I have been exposed to several creative and creativity style retreats in the last year and a half. The first one was at a Silomar where Laura Nouns and Diana McClun put on an Artist Way Quilting Quilters Retreat. It was, I was a co-teacher with Gail Abelo. I, I got to tell you, the hilarious thing is I didn't even know what I was doing going into it. I had purchased the book, The Artist Way, and started working my way through it. And I think one of the pivotal things about the artist way is that you have to journal every single morning. So what I would do is I would get up and I would read a page or two and then journal. And the journaling could be, you know, just, I hate doing this. I hate doing this. I hate doing this. Um, it could be a to-do list. It could be whatever you want it to be. But I think in essence, it helped me get my thoughts kind of, you know, put on straight and uh, get things going. I'm I'm sadly not journaling now because I did find that things were much more productive in my own personal life when I did journal. I think perhaps for me, most importantly, is my life is so fractured and splintered and all over the place that it would be a way for me to get my game on every single day. But at this retreat, one of the things that struck me was that, you know, we all come to creativity differently and creativity means different things to different people. But what um, we were led to do in this retreat was some, I would say, really off the wall exercises that you're kind of like going, I can't even believe I'm here doing this. But hey, my time was invested. I am going to do this. And then ultimately, Gail did a how-to with the students, and then I did a how-to with the students. And it's not really important to explain what it was, other than I gave everybody three hours to do the assigned task. And I didn't even know if this was physically possible. So before we went, I gave myself the same assigned task and gave myself 
three hours. Well, actually I cheated and it was one extra hour. It took me four to finish the whole thing to quilt it. But um, what happened was I just started working very impromptu. I, I didn't worry about a pattern. I didn't worry about um, structure. I just started creating. And honestly, if I gave you a picture of this quilt, you'd say, well, Alex didn't make that. Then secondly, I was at a quilt show and I've just always semi-coveted the cherry wood fabric. So I just had 10 minutes on the floor and without thinking much, I probably spent about $150 at their booth. It was the only money I spent that, that uh, trade show and I can't even remember which one it was. Oh, you've got to love this now. I order via calling them up. I have a credit card account set up with them, but I was just so struck by their fabrics. I love how they look. And I do want to put a plug in for Ricky's fabrics too. They're pretty wonderful. Oh, and as an aside, if you do collect Ricky's fabrics, I hope I'm not, um, I don't know, jumping the gun or whatever, but they, he's changing the base fabric that he dies on. So the, which he's actually going with, well, this is his story to tell, but he will be having a sale on his site soon of the older fabric because of the new fabric he's using. The colors may not register exactly the same. At least that's what he told me. So you might want to keep your eyes out on that rickytims.com. But anyways, um, I had this fabric and then my friend, Jean Wells, asked me to come up to uh, Sisters Oregon. They have a brand new resort up there, which is out of this world. And she wanted to have me co-teach a creativity retreat. And so she had been teaching this class for a while in her store. And I told her what I could do. And essentially, she took them through some basic creative exercises, and then we each gave them tools for their tool belt. And their piecing tools, their applique tools or whatever, so that when somebody went to do their own creation, they could go look in their tool belt and you know use some of these techniques to help implement what their vision was. Well, this was perhaps one of the best teaching gigs I was ever on because not only did I get paid, but Jean handed me yet another magic key. And that's how I look at these encounters. When you, when you learn something new about creativity or when you learn a new technique, it's as if you're giving, given a key which will unlock another door. So I came home and was very inspired from this particular uh, weekend with Jean and the wonderful women up at Sisters Oregon, and I started cutting into my cherry wood fabric. Then I remembered back at the Artist Way, Dale Fleming showed how to do a seven-minute piece circle. Well, I told Dale at this particular Asilomar that she was a liar in front of everybody. It wasn't a seven-minute circle. It was about a four-minute circle. And so I wanted to do a circle quilt, and I just started cutting away and just with great abandon and did the circle quilt. So now I've got three what I would say are avant-garde quilts for Alex Anderson. This particular Christmas and uh, January, I was not on the road, and 
I have started to work on a new book. And I don't really want to say what it is right now, but you know, it goes in my basic series. So I had to kind of go back to traditional things. But what was interesting to me was that these encounters with creativity, I think, really have had an impact even on my traditional stuff. So it'll be fun to see that whole book come together. So then what happened was we are going to be going to La Vida shortly to tape uh, Series 3. And Angel, who was my boss at HGTV, said she wanted to put a challenge forward for one of the shows. And I, I always loved the challenge shows on Simply Quilts. So Ricky and I said, sure. So it was up to Angel, and it turns out Beverly, the other producer too, got together, and they came up with the challenge. And it, it uh, I, I can't tell you what it is, but let's just say I opened up the box of fabrics, and uh, Angel thought she might be fired, but um, not to worry, I'm a trained professional. I went to work uh, the other day working on it. I really don't have a lot of time. Unfortunately, the size of the quilt was limited, and I followed the rules of the challenge, and I am thrilled with the piece, absolutely thrilled. Well, John came home, and John wanted to, um, I wanted to show John what I had done, and I was so proud of it. You just, I mean, I just love this crazy little piece. And um, he looked at it, and he looked at it. And he looked at me and he said, you didn't follow the rules. And I said, what do you mean I didn't follow the rules? I got out the list of rules and I read it to him. And he looked at me and he said, but you should have made a pieced quilt block. That's what I would have want to have seen from you. Now, isn't that interesting how he has a perception of what I or my quilts are supposed to look like. And it was unsettling to him when I didn't do it. And really, that's kind of neat when you think about it. It's wonderful when you can step out from your known and go into the unknown. And then I realized, isn't that what creativity is? Now, it might be for an art type person to go and make a traditional quilt. You know, I'm not saying you have to be traditional. I'm not saying you have to be art. But I guess what I'm suggesting here is that when you go to make a quilt, you need to try and do something different just for fun, just to break you out of your box. You need to, whenever possible, take classes from other people who knows if that technique will work its way into your heart and soul. Never in a million years would I think I would be grooving and ringing the bells about Dale's seven-minute circle and or the techniques I've learned from Ricky at the super seminars, Libby, and from Jean. But it's all gelled together, and it makes me very, very excited about getting going on the wedding quilt. Because I know now I can make something that will appeal to the kids, whereas probably what I offered before would not have. So it's been a real, you know, well, it's been a, you know, year, 
of traveling and working and keeping 25 balls up in the air at one time, um, it's been kind of an extraordinary year when it comes to my personal quilt making. Now, in the podcast before this, I promised to tell you something, and um, I have something really, really exciting to share with you. As you know, John and I have been married forever. In fact, we just celebrated 32 years, and um, he has always been my pillar. He has always been the backbone of everything I do, and he's always been an excellent sounding board. So I, for that, I am very, very grateful. Professionally, John is a, a CPA, and he has always worked for companies that he, well, he worked for Mission Valley Rock, and then it was um, bought by somebody else, and then uh, it was now acquired by a company called Lehigh out of Germany. And what was a very small company that he worked for is now this gigantic, huge company. And, oh, man, these changes are coming, and, and you know, we thought that perhaps he'd be lost in the shuffle because, you know, when companies merge, things have to, you know, shuffle and change and get settled. Um, we've always greatly enjoyed that he works five miles from the house, and um, we've always greatly appreciated and enjoyed the companies that he's worked for. But in the thought process that he might be losing his job, an interesting thought passed our brains. In the last two weeks we have decided that John will be leaving the company he's worked with forever and jump on board full-time for the quilt show. And I have to tell you, this is like as scary as can be, and it's also as exciting as can be. Because not only is John very talented with things like budgets and things like that, he's also an incredibly creative person. And the quilt show... Um, has done quite well, but we understand the global reach that this has, and we really need a captain of the ship with between Ricky, Justin, John, and myself, and someone that can see the financial side. Ooh, budgets. Oh, it's so hilarious. He he gave us a projected budget, and Ricky and I, Ricky and my eyes crossed. Okay, now explain that line, explain that line, and then John and Justin were all over it. But we need someone to help us spread the word and truly gather quilters worldwide so that we as a community can connect and grow and not ever, ever be subject to a network again and their arbitrary decision-making process. So, um, sure, I've had a little bellyache about this. This is really scary stuff. But also... Um, we know that, you know, we know that it's the absolute right thing to do. And um, it's going to be interesting working with my husband. Um, I think what's really great is that because it's the four of us, and it's not just John and myself, I think this is how it's going to work so nicely because we all do work very well together and bring something different to the table with our own perspective. And um, the really cute thing you might appreciate is that I did call... Um, photo man, um, Gregory Case from The Quilt Show, who is a trained counselor. And I said, oh, I need a counseling session here. And as you can imagine, I talked to many people about this. And um, photo man asked some really good questions of which we thought them all through. And, and then probably the scariest thing was calling my mom and dad because my dad, you know, always worked for another company and all that. And um, I said, okay, 
we have to tell you something and we explained it and we're sitting there waiting for the reaction and the reaction was this is great. And so I am telling you that I am very excited about this. It's going to be a very interesting year. And for those of you who are on board with The Quilt Show, I really, really want to thank you. Um, we're currently having some really good contests. One is to win a trip to La Vida. Tell a friend, have them join as a basic member, paid member. Your name goes in the pot and early September you can come. And to the show on us. We have a win a Bernina at 50000 Somebody is going to win a top-of-the-line Bernina that the quilt show is purchasing. And when we get 36,000 quilts online, um, somebody is going to win Ricky's Rhapsody quilt. So we've got a lot of things in the oven. We also have a lot of really great ideas to come. And so for sure, you don't want to miss the boat on this one. So that's my big news. Really, really excited. And um, I guess what? You'll be meeting John at some of these events. So until we meet, and now John's included, happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.